three, four, get my shoes and out the door. Five, I'm alive. Six, seven, eight, feeling great. Nine, gonna shine, life is good. I'm doing fine, ten, gonna do it right and do it again, yeah. I look into the sky with all the beautiful color, but there's more than just for me, so gonna share it with another. I got two show to give, let out. Well, hello everyone, and a big warm welcome to the Lingerie Lowdown podcast. My name is Dolly, but you can call me the Queen of Pajamas if you like. Her pajamary highness, and I'm going to be bringing you one podcast every month. What a treat! So, last month, my first ever solo podcast was all about stockings versus hold ups the age old argument. And I had a great time discussing it with you, going over all the angles. But I thought, guys, why lie to myself? For my second podcast, I've got to go back to my roots, and today we're going to be talking all about pyjamas, from the queen of pyjamas herself. So for those of you that have seen my reviews before or listened to me, you will know that it's somewhat like a conscious stream of thought. So I've jotted down lots of little pointers and things I'd like to discuss today, all related to pyjamas. But really, guys, I can't guarantee how strict I'm going to be on myself. So Buckle up and enjoy the ride. So, I am the pyjama queen, self-confessed. I absolutely love pyjamas. Now, if you go on the Lingerie Lowdown website, you can see that I've reviewed nine sets of pyjamas. But that's a bit of a lie. I have reviewed many, many more pairs than nine. So at the moment, there are nine um, video reviews of me, some with other girls, including Angel and Lauren Louise. And I was doing a little tot up this morning and I can think of at least three other pairs of pyjamas that I've reviewed. So keep your peepers out for those, which is one of the great things about Lingerie Lowdown. We don't always release things in order. So sometimes we have little treats and throwbacks from here and there. So yes, it stands at nine pairs I've reviewed so far, but it will not stop there. I plan on more and more until my pyjama jaw takes over the world. So I've mentioned many times my obsession with pyjamas. At the minute, I think I have 24 pairs. Um, It usually hovers around somewhere between 25 and 30, uh, but I got rid of a couple. Um... Now, I buy pyjamas from all sorts of places, and the ones that I've been lucky enough to review for Lingerie Lowdown, there's a whole variety there. We've got some almost designery pyjamas, some Kath Kidson ones, and then we've got right down through to the basics like Primark. And you can't really tell which ones are the best until you get them on. So, yes, I've got over 20 pairs of pyjamas, and I would say... About 80% of those are standard t-shirt and trousers. So let's have a little chat about the types of pyjamas that there are. Now, I've got kind of all of these. The See, this is something I've written down here as a side note. I'm getting distracted again, but should I be talking about nighties? I don't own any nighties. I own a night shirt or two, but I'm not a nighty person. Um, I just don't find them as comfortable and they ride up when I'm sleeping. So I just can't decide whether or not I'm going to consider nighties in my chat or not. No, I'm not. Bugger it. Cross it out. Get out nighties. You're dated. So yeah, I don't often wear nighties. I wore a nighty once and it was the night I got married and um, it was really uncomfortable and yeah, 
it was all twisted and it didn't even look that good. So that is the only time. And if I had that night again, I would wear some white silk pyjamas, which are now very in fashion. I digress. Types of pyjamas. Right, there's the types with the shorts. Now, they usually come with a short sleeve button-up shirt, as reviewed by myself and Lauren Louise a couple of times. Um, or the pyjamas with shorts come with a camisole vest. I like a camisole personally, I do. I also like a button-up. My least favourite thing to wear on the bottoms are shorts though. But that's, you know, probably just down to me because I've got a gigantic bum. So little booty shorts tend to get lost and never see the light of day again. But I know Lauren was telling me she always sleeps in the little shorts ones. So I suppose it's personal, isn't it? Um, I've got no preference between camisoles and t-shirts for pyjamas because I think they are both really comfortable. Um, as I said, my favourite is just the straightforward baggy t-shirt or vest top and full-length trousers. Or the legging ones. I do like a straight leg, legging type pyjama bottom too. Least favourite type of top is a camisole with adjustable straps. Sounds silly because when you get a pair of pyjamas and they've got a little adjuster bit on the straps, you think, oh, look at that, bit of quality, bit of detail. Actually, they're really annoying because they dig in. And the thing is, as long as your boobs aren't hanging out, I think pyjamas kind of fit, you know? So I personally don't need to be fiddling around making sure the bust is exactly where it should be because I'd rather not have those niggly little plastic um, sliders on the back of the straps. I'm a bit like the princess and the pea, you see, I can feel everything. But I've spoken to other girls and they've said that the uh, adjustable straps are a bit of a pain because they really dig into the shoulder blades. So we've decided we're not going to be... Um, including 90s, which is good because I don't really know a lot about 90s. My mum wears them, though. Nice flannel ones. So, yes, that's my favourite type of pyjama, just your standard. Um, I do like the legging ones as well. A positive about the legging bottoms compared to the standard pyjama trouser type is the leggings don't ride up. Um, I suppose it depends how much you move around, but I'm a bit of a tosser and a turner, and they do tend to be up by my knees when I wake up so yeah I like um I like a legging as well I think they're less flattering though the legging ones sometimes I've opened the door to the postman in my you know my little pony legging and matching t-shirt and I think do I look like a giant toddler oh well it's sleepwear you can look how you want so my fanciest set of pajamas are a Ted Baker set and they're silk and they are really really lovely uh, so they're my fanciest, and I think they were about £60, something like that. And they probably are, at the moment, the most expensive um, pair of pyjamas that I own. I did recently review some nice Kath Kitson pyjamas that were uh, around the £50 mark. So they'd probably be my second most expensive pair. What have I got written down here? Oh, yeah, shorts or trousers. We've discussed that. I'm going trousers all the way. But then I'm not going to lie, guys. If I'm, um, you know, taking pictures of myself pretending to be lounging, I'll always go for booty shorts and a crop top. So swings and roundabouts, really. 
Now I want to talk a little bit about um, fabrics for pyjamas. I think that everything in the world should be made of cotton because it's just really, really good and it's the most breathable fabric. Now, I often see not just pyjamas, also underwear in fabric that is not suitable for breathing. For example, if you wear satin panties all the time, you will get BV. That is a fact. <laughs> it does not breathe. So I am slightly against um, actually... Basically, the pyjamas that are just made for sex, that are pure silk with lots of frilly bits on and stuff, they don't breathe at all. You are going to be really sweaty in those and probably stink when you wake up. But I think they're more like pyjamas for display rather than moving in. Um, I saw recently somebody selling uh, pure silk nappies for kids. <laughs> what is wrong with you? What is wrong? So yeah, for breathable materials, cotton. Always, always, always cotton. I mean, you wouldn't sleep in latex pyjamas, would you? However kinky you are. I have actually done that once for a custom video, but that's another story. So yeah, I think the more breathable the material, obviously I love a bit of polyester, love a bit of stretch in there, got to have a bit of elastic, but the more plasticky the material, the less comfortable they are and the, well, the less they breathe really. So that's something I always check, regardless of brand or of price, I will always check what they're made of. Um, and yeah, I want at least like 40% cotton. And the thing is that isn't, often reflective of the price because um, I've bought pyjamas in places like Debenhams and things like that from all sorts of brands. Um, I've bought pyjamas from Bowdoin and things like that and they haven't been as nice a material as the ones that I bought from Primark. And if you pick up a few pairs of PJs in Primark, um, you will find the price doesn't really differ more than a couple of quid, but the fabrics really do. For example, there's a set that I've reviewed for Lingerie Lowdown. What's it called? Um, it was an Alice in Wonderland set and I the review went up about 18 months ago I um, sat on my white bench in it well those pyjamas in the review were beautiful they were so soft and so nice and I gave them a 10 out of 10 and I loved them that night I slept in them and they were really sticky um, and kind of hot as soon as I went to sleep so maybe I should do um, some reviews test running, road testing that's what I'm looking for road testing my old pjs and tell you what they're like when you've slept in them because it's all very well and good prancing around showing them off but the proof is in the sleeping so we've done the pros and cons of adjustable straps which in the pajama world you know that's a huge concern for all us pajama princesses so now i'm going to move on to my favorite places to buy pjs now, I have mentioned um, Primark already, not only because they're really reasonable and you can kind of always afford um, a pair of pyjamas from, from PJs, from Primark, but they have a really huge variety. They've got um, a variety of fabrics. I've seen flannel pyjamas, jersey pyjamas. I've seen pyjamas especially made for breastfeeding. I've seen all sorts, especially in the really large stores. The pyjama section, guys, just off memory, tends to be at the back on the left. So if you head straight to the back of the store, um, you'll find the underwear usually at the back. Unless it's a three-storey one, then it'll be upstairs with homeware. But usually straight to the back on your left near the cheap socks and they have piles and piles of PJs. And I tend to go a little bit crazy and chuck them all in. 
But what I like about Primark is you don't always get what you pay for. Sometimes you get a little bit more. Uh, I've recently reviewed a sleep shirt from there. Not sure if the review's gone up on the website yet, but it won't be long. And I'm reviewing a Primark Little Mermaid sleep shirt, and that's 100% cotton. I think it was £12, 100% cotton. It's really, really soft, really breathable, lovely fabric, and the kind of quality you'd expect from, yeah, like a Kath Kitson make. So very impressed with Primark's selection. Um... I don't just shop at Primark for PJs. I've mentioned I've got some Ted Baker ones, some Kath Kidson. I've got quite a few off Boohoo. Now, what I found out the Boohoo pyjamas is they look great, but um, the girls that buy a lot of pyjamas off Boohoo, I think they must be a lot more um, glamorous than me because, yeah, I obviously sleep like a pig and move around a lot because whenever I've worn a cute little boohoo crop top and pants thing, it's ended up right up my ass. I've got a boob coming out of each um, armpit and it's all very twisted and uncomfortable. So I love the styles of the boohoo, but they don't tend to work for when you sleep like an absolute pig. Um, but you know what? I think I'm going to uh, boot Primark out of my favourite because my real favourite place is to buy pyjamas are supermarkets come on ladies you know what i'm talking about you've gone for the weekly shop you filled your basket done all this and you're just about to get to the till and they do that don't they ladies they put the pjs and the bits like that right near the till so you've done your whole food shop coming back around to pay and then oh look lovely new slippers for six quid what a bargain and they don't stop at pajamas either they've got dressing gowns onesies fluffy socks, that kind of thing, because they know what we want, don't they? So I love supermarkets for pyjamas. They tend to be priced similarly, 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 to um, similarly. They're very similar pricing to Primark. Um, and again, the fabrics tend to be just as good. So I do always check the label, but I find that they're often really good quality and good style, good sizing. Um, where have I bought? I think I think Tesco and Asda are going to be up there. I've got a lot of pajamas from Sainsbury's, but I'm gonna. I think Tesco's going to be in the lead, then Asda. They also, especially Asda, they t tend to um, team up with really good brands. Like I've had, you know, they do a lot of Disney and stuff like that, and Friends. How do you describe it? Kind of pop culture things. They seem to know what's going to be in fashion, like. Um, recently, everywhere was going mad for Rugrats, and Tesco's had Rugrats pyjamas, Sainsbury's, everywhere had Rugrats pyjamas, and I feel like they jump on these bandwagons just at the right time. It'll be Tamagotchi's next, I reckon. Another thing that I like about pyjamas is you can wear things that you wouldn't normally wear. For example, um, I dress like a giant toddler most of the time anyway, because um, I don't really care what people think of me, but my mum would never wear a t-shirt with Winnie the Pooh on it god forbid or something like that but she would wear pajamas so I think um they give you a chance to be a little bit um more casual more cute um yeah like I say lots of grown women would feel really silly wearing a Tinkerbell t-shirt but pajamas seem acceptable they're this kind of middle ground where we can wear what we want so that is my love of supermarket pjs and oh my god I love them I really do. Um, I think they're a bit dangerous, though, because, like I say, you're at the checkout, you're about to pay, get
getting your coupons out if you're like me and then you know oh 12 quid and sometimes i've mentioned this so many times in my pajama reviews sometimes they come in a box and there is nothing more exciting than pajamas that come in a box and if you think there is then you're having better sex than me so supermarket pjs tick i've put here quickly mentioned dressing gowns hmm I wasn't sure whether to include these because just because I'm the pajama queen, you know, I love all things sleepwear. My love does not just stop at pajamas. It goes into dressing gowns too. But I've only got three dressing gowns, which I think is completely reasonable. Doesn't really seem like a lot. If you think one's in the wash, one you're wearing and one's like an option. Personally, I like a dressing gown that finishes at the knee um, so they don't drag around on the floor. I think they look a little bit cuter as well. You look a little bit less like a slob, but oh my God, I love dressing gowns. Got to have a hood. Um, do you know who's the queen of dressing gowns, actually? Nikki Phillips. I'll give her that. I'm the queen of pyjamas, but Nikki Phillips has got this dressing gown. And I've, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's notorious. I actually did a review with Nikki and I gave her a new dressing gown um, to review. So definitely check that out. Dolly and Nikki Phillips uh, gift reviews, I think it's called. And yeah, it was just a bit of a joke because when she's not modelling, she wears that dressing gown 24-7. Um, she does replace it every year, but with the same one. Anyway, got distracted there. But yeah, check that out. So I'm the self-confessed queen of pyjamas. I think maybe Nikki should do us a podcast on her dressing gown love because she is the real expert. So I've waffled on at you which is great. I'm really good at that. But now I'm going to read you what Wikipedia says about pyjamas, because that is not my opinion. That is Wikipedia. So I've typed in pyjamas. I've done it with the American spelling, P-A-J-A-M-A-S. Are you ready? <clears throat> pyjamas, in brackets US with an A, or pyjamas with a Y, Commonwealth, sometimes shortened to PJs or jammies. That's very American, isn't it? Jammies are several related types of clothing originating from the Indian subcontinent. In the Western world, pyjamas are soft, warm and traditionally loose garments derived from the Indian daywear pyjamas and worn for sleeping and lounging by men, women and children. So people, if you've included men, women and children, that's sort of people. So that is the Wikipedia description. Now we're going to go on to my favourite word, etymology, which basically means the root of the word. Where did the word come from? So the word pyjama was borrowed into English in 1800 from the Hindustani of pyjama, which is P-A-Y hyphen J-A-M-A. And it's got little squiggly lines on the A's. That looks a lot more um, exotic than our word for pyjamas. Itself borrowed from Persian, which means... Oh, okay, so in Persian, pajama translates to leg garment. That's interesting. Okay. Um, the original pajama are loose, lightweight trousers fitted with drawstring waistbands worn by many Indian Muslims, Sikhs and Hindus, later adopted by Europeans during the British East India Company rule. We do like to adopt things, don't we? We stole the word bungalow as well. We went to India. We saw they didn't have an upstairs and they called their houses bungalows. And we were like, yeah, we like that. We're going to have that. We're going to have bungalow. We're going to have pyjamas. And we're going to have madras. We like madras. So that is the etymology of the word pyjamas. And now, guys, 
you lucky guys. I have found for you a page of fun facts about pyjamas. I know. Don't say I don't put in the legwork. Where are you? Fun facts about pyjamas. You you would might not think pyjamas are fun, but oh, you are wrong. Do you know what? I think they've just copied and pasted this from Wikipedia because it looks exactly the same. Okay, you ready for this? Is this is a really popular page <laughs> called "Fun Facts About the History of Pajamas," and it feels like I'm not the only person to look at it. So other people are searching this too, which is great. We all know what pajamas are in modern times, but where did this trend of clothing just for sleeping originate? If you have ever wondered where these crazy, cosy garments came from, then we have you covered with a few fun facts. One, they originated from India. We've covered that. I'm going to move on. Two, the word isn't always spelled the same. That's not a fun fact, is it? Um, So, yeah, I've covered that as well. Leg garment. God, I'm an expert. Absolute expert. There's also some pictures on this website of children um, in the 1800s wearing pyjamas, and they all look quite ill, to be honest with you. Right, next fun fact. Classification changed in the mid-1800s. When looking at interesting facts about the history of pyjamas, it is worth noting that things shifted considerably in the 1800s. While pyjamas were once seen as only for the wealthy, more people started wearing them because poor people couldn't afford heating, so they used them to stay warm. Aww. While the upper class used them to show their status by choosing exotic materials and designs the lower class couldn't afford. This made pyjamas more mainstream and would lead the way for sleepwear becoming a staple in the wardrobe of just about anyone. During this time, pyjamas for women and men were long gowns in England, what I call the Ebenezer Scrooge, but there were also what we will now call long johns worn by men in particularly cold climates. I love long johns. I had a boyfriend that used to wear long johns and I dumped him and I kept the long johns. Weird thing about them, though, is they have this little slit down the front where I guess is for men to wee out. But when you're a lady, it's just a bit disturbing. Okay, fun fact four. These aren't very fun. I don't know if the website knows that. Fun fact number four. In the early 1900s, pyjamas were becoming more decorative. This period saw the first embellishments of bows and lace on pyjamas to make them about style and not just function. This was the time leading into the roaring 20s when glamour would take centre stage even in your sleep. And some pictures of very glamorous ladies sleeping in stockings and suspenders and sheer negligees. Fair enough. (laughs) The 1920s bought big glamour. In the 1920s, pyjamas were about glamour thanks to the public's fascination with movie stars and hot new designers like Coco Chanel. This was a time when jammies, hate that word, were meant to be elegant and fashionable to the max. Most PJs of this era featured lace, played upon texture elements and and they were worn with long robes reaching all the way to the floor. This era was not meant to last through to World War I. Um, There's some really bad types on this website. As it would make glamorous jammies less practical and obtainable. Pajamas would go back to being simpler in nature for most people in the post-war era. And then we go back to your standard, what you remember your dad wearing, um, shirt and trouser flannel pyjamas. 
Um, for years, the tradition of wearing matching family pajamas existed on social media. That is true, actually, because without social media, would you bother doing it? I always associate um, pajamas of Christmas because my mum used to buy us them on Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve pajamas. Oh, look, they, I'm just, I'm way ahead of them. For years, the tradition of wearing matching family pajamas existed on social media. Recently, this tradition has really exploded with companies everywhere getting in on the action. Families are making their Christmas card pictures more unique with family Christmas pajamas and the tradition of giving pajamas on Christmas Eve. So my mum was like pioneering in the 90s. Um, there's some other facts, but guys, I don't think they're as fun as this website is telling us they are. So I'm going to move on. Okay. This is a website called The Origin of Pajamas, which, <laughs> that's right, guys, originofpajamas.com, which is just a website to talk about the origin of pajamas. You know, I thought I was a bit obsessed, but now I'm finding these websites, I'm thinking I'm sounding quite sane. Pajamas are a garment for sleeping or lounging, worn by men, women, and children. We've discovered that. Pajamas may be one-piece or two-piece garments, but always consist of loosely fitting pants of various widths and lengths. While pajamas are traditionally used, traditionally viewed as utilitarian garments, they are often a reflection of the fashionable silhouette and the image of exotic of the exotic in popular imagination. Who is writing these things? Who is writing this? So yeah, basically, um, I think what it's saying is you can have really sexy ones if you like, or you can have boring, ugly ones, whatever you want. So um, there's lots of lots of uh, re- references to Turkish pajamas, which are basically you know the harem pants with the big baggy bit down to the knee. They're Turkish, but uh, my grandma lives in Morocco and they wear them over there a lot as well. But they wear them all day, really. So that's uh, fun facts, questionable fun facts of pyjamas. Now, I have done a little bit of research trying to find out the most expensive pair of pyjamas. Now, I found some for £8,000, but there's not a buy it now thing. So I'm only going to mention the most expensive pyjamas if I can physically click that and pay that for them which obviously I'm not going to but I have found a pair of pajamas by Prada which are 1148 pounds free delivery though how generous so that's some Prada PJs that are very reasonable 1148 or I've not heard of this make but um probably because I'm too busy buying my clothes from Tesco's a brand called Olivia von Hau and she has some pyjamas called Coco Icon, which from how they're advertised looks exactly like that. what that website was saying. They're very Coco Chanel-esque kind of uh, Hollywood glamour style pyjamas. And they are £1,700, the Coco Icon pyjamas. That's insane, isn't it? Obviously, if you think, if you look at those and think, wow, they're for me, they are. Just shy of two grand, I'll have them in every colour, then, you know, go go check out Olivia Von Hell. I did have a lot of fun looking at the world's most expensive pyjamas. There was one pair of pyjamas that was made entirely from Swarovski crystals. Who is sleeping in Swarovski crystals? Like, you still have skin, however much money you have. <laughs> Your skin is still soft. There's a bit of a debate going on on social media recently 
as to how often you wash your pyjamas. Now, I wear mine for two nights, but then I'm a sweaty person. So if you wear them for longer, I'm not judging you. Maybe you just don't sweat. But I heard the average someone wears their pyjamas for is 10 days. That's disgusting. Would you wear a pair of pants for 10 days? I mean, I know I'm a bit biased because I've got so many pairs to wear. I do like to wash them quickly so I can get through all my varieties. But 10 days, that is shocking. Um, going to finish off with some very important things to say about pyjamas. Number one, I think that you should wear cotton pyjamas or at least some cotton or breathable material in there. Um, if your adjustable straps irk you as much as mine do, then get rid of them. You can even snip them off and put a little stitch in. Um, or you could get your mum to do that. Um, oh yes. So worst fabrics for pyjamas are the satins and the silks. Sorry guys, I know you get really defensive about it, but they are kind of stinky for your skin. And my last little nugget of wisdom is that you should buy your pyjamas in a size bigger than you because you don't want them to fit like normal clothes. Now, most um, places do tend to do like a small, medium and large, that kind of thing, instead of your traditional 8, 10, 12. But I would always suggest that you go up a size or half a size for PJs because who wants a tightly fitting pj you know who wants to breathe in their fat rolls in their pajamas nobody you want to have lots of baggy fabric tuck that under your boobs bobs your uncle well guys i've had so much fun talking to you all about pajamas i have got lots of tabs up on my laptop of many many things about pajamas so i'm going to be doing lots more research on them for you and I will join you next month for a podcast. I don't even know what it's going to be about. How exciting is that? Not dressing gowns, though. I promise I'll give you a little break from sleepwear. But only a little one, okay? <laughs> Thank you for joining me, guys. And don't forget to check out all of our other podcasts. There are some from me and, of course, plenty of other wonderful presenters who probably talk a little bit slower than me. Have a wonderful day, guys, and I can't wait to be back with you soon. Bye!